Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I am TJ. And I am Brooke. Wow. And we're bringing some weird energy to the show today. And we're going to try weirder, something new. Weirder, 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 weirder. So hold on to your hats, I guess. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. We do have some weird energy coming in. Uh, we were listening to Gangnam Style before we started. <laughs> yeah, that that song. So that's, that's just where we're that's at. where our headspace is. And I'm wearing the party shirt. Mm-hmm. Got the TJ face shirt on. So you're, if you're here for it, you're here for it. Yeah. And so, and if this is your Welcome. first episode, let's get weird. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for making this part of your week. Um, we are going to try something we've never done before today. Um, and we're sort of excited about it. No, I'm excited about it. I'm worried that it will be a flop. Oh. Like that it won't work. It won't be interesting. It won't be interesting. Not that it won't be interesting that it'll be like difficult for us to like. Do. Do. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But before we get to that, we got a review. Actually, before we get to that, (laughs) before we get to that and that. Let's back up all the way. Okay. So suddenly I found found myself myself awake. awake. Um, It's sort of an, it's, yeah, no, I won't get into it yet. (laughs) Brooke, I hope I hope you're ready, and you're here for Apparently, it. Apparently, I'm holding on to my hat. So okay, um, let's do it. Because we were listening to Gangnam Style, okay. we're going to start off with some Mount Rushmores. Oh, all right. Mount Rushmore, 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 mountains, mountains, mountains. A cavern. I can fly. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, is fell that down? an eagle or like a falcon? It's a man turning into a falcon who had fallen down into a cavern. Right. I'm free. Right. Lightning. <laughs> Oh, no. Now he's dead. It's a storm. (laughs) Gotta look out for those cavern storms. They'll get you. I mean, the Everstorm will get you. So will the Storm Father, if you're on Roshar. Anyways, I don't want to go. I don't want to get that. I don't want to get that. Right, yeah. We don't need to get into it. But the Rhythm of War was very good. Okay. I finished it. Chapters like 118, 116, (laughs) 117, 118. After you're about 40 hours in. Right. Gets real good. That's all I'm going to say. I so hope that's just how get, people feel about me. So when Brooke was like 86, 87, 88, 89, that's when she, she got real she good. She got real good. <laughs> so first you have to get through 45 hours for the first book, 50 hours for the second big book, 50-ish hours for the third book, okay. then get 45 hours into the third book. That's, that's sweet. a sweet spot. That's a sweet spot, baby. <laughs> Actually, book two is still my favorite. Okay, good. But yeah, let us know. Parts of book one and all of book two are my favorite. Okay. If you're if you're here for the... <laughs> if you're still with us, <laughs> let's back up a little bit. So Mount Rushmore hip-hop songs. Okay. Uh, this is an impossible Mount Rushmore to do. Oh, yeah. I could literally the, do one for like every yeah. year. So we just kind of like looked up a couple lists and kind of just were like, oh, yeah, that one, that one has to go on it. Yes. It's not one-hit wonders. No, that would be a different list for me. And it's not like pop songs that are actually good. Not that these songs are bad, but it's not like like you played. You started playing uh, fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't sing it. We'll get YouTube. Will know. <laughs> Never mind. The, Anyways, we're gonna be fine. You were. Pl- <laughs> what? I'm sorry. sorry what? what? You don't think? I don't think the algorithm is gonna catch that one. <laughs> no. Interesting. I thought it was a. Perfect uh, rendition. Mm. Anyways, we're going to do a Mount Rushmore of pop songs that we actually like really, really like. This is more of like a pop songs that were just like super hits that every time they turn on, you're like, okay, I can sing along to this. Yeah. This is probably inspired by um, one that we were listening to Gangnam Style for some reason. Um, I think it's because I said to Brooke, hey, sexy lady. And then it was like, whoa, we used to play this game when we when we shot weddings for seven years. We yeah. heard every pop song in those seven years, yeah. like every super pop song that was like a big hit. Yeah. And so when we would drive to weddings, this was kind of I think this was in our old car. We didn't have like any way to play our own music. So it was the radio. Yeah. So it was the radio. We would listen to pop radio, or Brooke would drive in silence like a psychopath, um, and we would we would take bets on like, okay, I'm going to bet this song. Like at a commercial break, we'd be like, okay. I'm going to guess this song is going to play next. And then Brooke would guess a song. And then I'd guess a song. And like, it was so easy because pop radio literally only plays like seven or eight songs an hour. um, And they're always the same. And so we like knew every pop song. And so I think most of these fall in that era, which is like the 
2000s. Yeah. So for me, my Mount Rushmore of super hit pop songs is Gangnam Style by Psy. Uh, Skater Boy, which is, that's an old school. That's an OG. And that actually might make the other list too of pop songs that are actually it's so good. Amazing. Uh, by Avril Lavigne. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Party in the USA by Mar- Marley Cyrus. That was a big one for us yeah. when we were shooting weddings yeah. a lot. <laughs> we heard that one a lot. Yeah, it's a what great about song. You? Great song. Great song. Um, mine would be Call Me Maybe. Like Ooh, that Carly was another Ray. one that we heard. Although I wrote Calry Ray. That's Carly Ray. I'm aware. Carly <laughs> Ray Jepsen. Um, a Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Okay. Uptown Funk by Bruno Ooh. Mars, which I don't actually know the song that well. No. But if it, again, comes on at a wedding, people lose their minds. Yeah. For good reason. Yep. I had a couple once. That was their intro song. So like mm-hmm. the bridal party got announced yep. to something else. And then it was like, ladies and gentlemen, please stand at the reception. Please stand. The moment I cry every time. For Mr. and Mrs. For the, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and they danced. They came into that song and they had a quasi-coordinated dance nice. to the whole thing. And it was That's some dedication. pretty amazing. Yeah. Still remember it. Um, and then. <laughs> this is a good one. Your Love Is My Drug by who's, Kesha. It's kind of a spirit animal for you, right? Go, Kesha. Kesha. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she has a dollar sign in her name. Uh, not anymore. No. Oh. Because I typed it like that, and then I was like, oh, wait, this just says Kesha. No dollar sign. No dollar sign. So that's a question we should Google. Yeah. So you're oh, not sure. that should be a segment. Things I've Googled recently. That should be a segment. Because it's some good Here's, stuff. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start it off right now. Things I've Googled lately. Search. Um... That was pretty good. I, I would like really fast, like yeah. like cat, cat keyboard, like typing. Bing. Okay. Searching. I wish it did that. <laughs> um, mansions <laughs> that no one wants to buy. <laughs> so my dad has been on this uh, kick of sending me YouTube videos of entire towns people can buy for yeah. like a dollar or for free. You just have to agree to live there. They're like towns that I think... I, I've only watched parts of the videos. Sorry, Dad, full disclosure. <laughs> they, I think most of them are towns like during the gold rush. And so right. they're like, you know, kind of in, on, on the West Coast. And they're just like, they look like cowboy. They look like prop cowboy towns. Right. You're like, this is a set. Uh, yeah. It's like and, for, a, for a very scary movie. Yeah. And he, you know, and, and if they were drivable, like if we could drive to them and it would be like a weekend thing that me and my dad could do to like fix up an old town. <laughs> okay. I'm all in. Yeah. But... Shocker. So that, there I am. Things we've Googled okay. lately. Mansions I, I that no one wants to, to buy. I look mine up because I don't remember. And, and these aren't mansions it. that are cheap. They're still expensive, but no one will buy them, and they keep dropping the price by, like, millions of dollars. Well, I, so this so, weekend in Florida. Things I Googled. Searching. Sort of off of that. Renee was like, oh, have you, she was on Instagram, and she was like, have you seen Zillow Gone Wild? And I was like, no, what's that? And it's an Instagram account called Zillow Gone Wild. I believe that's what it's called. Okay. And it's the most outrageous listing photos of houses all over. Where And it's and it's so great because it starts off normal and you're like, oh, I mean, that I don't love the wallpaper, but yeah. and you swipe and you swipe and you swipe. And then it's like, boom. Oh, tiger cage. Prison in the basement. Oh. Real, real thing. <laughs> real thing that happened. <laughs> and then you're like, next house. And you're like, oh, I mean, I don't love, you know, it's like odd. And then it's like, boom, jungle room. With a waterfall, like just like the yeah. most outrageous. That's amazing. Things. Yeah. So, so that those are probably that, there's probably some crossover. Yeah, I would um, think so. In mansions that people don't want to buy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So those are Mount Rushmore, 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 Rushmore mountains, 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 mountains. mountains. Oh, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to remember that that sequence of events for a long time now. <laughs> Sometimes I just find myself so funny, I and know. I'm okay with it. Yeah. We'd love to know yours. Super pop songs. <laughs> <laughs> now the review of the week. Best podcast ever. Five stars. Ooh. Hello. One of your few male listeners here. Thank you for listening. I mean, thanks, bud. Hey, what's up? Thanks, bro. It's cool. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> you guys are nothing short of awesome. And my wife suggested another podcast. I listened to them all in about two weeks, which that is so impressive. I want and to also, find a podcast like that. And also a little terrifying. Yeah, that that's a lot yeah, of us. That's too. That's almost too much. That, that's probably too much of me. It's just enough of Brooke. <laughs> too much of TJ. Um, it was so good. I learned so much and can relate to you both so well. We love you guys and can't wait to hear more of your stories. 
We plan to implement implement, some of your routines and rhythms uh, into our own family and marriage as well. Thank you for being you. Okay, I love you. Bye. Jeremy from Lebanon. Thanks, Jeremy. Lebanon. Lebanon. What's that song? Lebanon, 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 Lebanon. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a parachute. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, it's a parachute song. Parachute song. That's not what he's saying. He's, but it sounds like it and Broken Ruined it for me. She's like, hey, I don't know I if you want something to. Something my loving on. My loving, loving on. He's loving saying on. Loving, yeah. loving on. Loving on. Yeah. And I was like, doesn't it sound like he's it's saying Lebanon, Lebanon and baloney? baloney? <laughs> like, well, ah. it does now. Ruined forever. Um, we added one. I added one song to the Song of the Week playlist, the regular one. It's called Tell Her You Love Her, featuring Matt Carney by Echo oh. Smith. And it, it seems to be meshing with the book that I'm reading um, called Strong Daughters, Strong Fathers, or Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. I can't ever remember which one's first. I think it's Fathers first. Right, because then we Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Um, wow. And when you listen to this song with the perspective of a dad who has daughters, it's like, I'm wrecked forever yeah, all maybe the time. Don't be in the Starbucks drive-thru when that's yes. happening. Um, but there's a line, you know, it's like when she when she tells you she loves you, tell her you love her too. Give her a reason, a reason to love all you do. She'll tell you secrets. You'll tell her yours too. She'll tell you her, all her hopes and dreams. And like mm. this book that I'm reading is just about how the importance, the important role, obviously both parents have a super important role. She's not throwing moms under the bus. But it's about the just like, yeah, the author right. of the book. She's a woman. I think she's a mother. So like, probably she has a father. Um, and so it's just like about the power of father daughter relationships and why they're so important and valuable and culture doesn't acknowledge them. Um, and it, and it's just so good. And it's like very challenging. Um, Cause like right now, the part that I'm reading is about like the eating disorders that your daughter could potentially have and like the mm. role you play in preventing that, preventing that or yes. being there when that happens. It's yeah. like, it's heavy stuff, especially because I have a six year old or yeah. five, you know, she's almost six. Um, and so like, I, I'm not there yet, but like, I want to be ready for when I'm there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that song paired with the book, it's, it's a lot for my emotions, right? Emotions are hard. Strongly agree. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we, had, so we added that song. That was the only song we added this week. Uh, Brooke, how was your week? My week was good. We record on a Wednesday, yes. most likely. Today's Wednesday. Last week when we recorded. Was also Wednesday. Also Wednesday. Wow. What was the day after that? Mm-hmm. Well, that was Thursday. And but tomorrow? if I needed to back up to when I got ready, that was the Wednesday morning. And then the night before was Tuesday night. Which, which is, is when I took a shower to be ready for Wednesday morning. Got it. Okay. Or wait. Anyway. Um, yeah. So my week was good. I, I'm kind of like, whoa, we're here. Yeah. Um, so on Thursday, Thursday afternoon... Well, Thursday morning, I panic packed for my trip. Yeah. It was like, I'm always a, I always pack. I don't pack in advance. I never have. And I felt less of a need to be prepared this year because naturally I am just more prepared. I own luggage now. Wow. I I own enough clothing now to pack for a trip. Wow, 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 wow. Right. So things in my life. And you're like, I have underwear. I like it. Exactly. (laughs) I own underwear now. It's a great feature of life. Um, DM me if you want to know it because I love it so much, but I'm also not going to talk about it on here. But not right now because I'm not on Instagram. So maybe just wait a second. <laughs> or you can text me. Anyway. Um, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Not the point. I don't know what this button is. We'll press it. Are you nervous? Do I regret it? Yes. Would I do it again? Probably. <laughs> okay, now Nick I Miller. know. <laughs> yeah. Did you just write regret? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I can give you my pen, but you can't write on it. <laughs> Anyway, so I packed in the morning. Um, to go to Florida. To go to Florida. You were going to Florida for? Like a beauty counter leaders, like unrelated to corporate. Like it was not a beauty counter like treat. Friends. It's just people, people in the business in, that, we, that I know. And you're like. In my organization, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I got to go and one of my friends got to come with me, which was super fun. And it was awesome. I mean, I always enjoy being somewhere else. I don't love getting there. Right. And of course, when you travel without kids, you're like, oh my word, this is so easy. This is I can be on this plane for 12 yeah. years, 12 years, 12 hours, <laughs> not 12 years. Um, Unless you were lost. Whoa. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> like, at the very well, opening the- scene <laughs> where he wakes up, yeah. like in the, I was like, oh, he's not saying anything. I can't do that. Anyway. <laughs> and then the dog comes, right? Uh, lost. What a great show. Very confusing, but great show. Um so yeah, my my trip was really enjoyable. Uh, some of the people I knew, some of them I didn't. 
Um, I knew like from the internet, right. but actually met in real life, which was, which was really cool. Always fun. Yes. Just to be like, yep. whoa, here you are. Yeah. You're in, a real person. In the flesh. Um, so it was nice to be, it wasn't warm. It was cold, just as cold as it was here, but it was cold on the beach so, and there were, there were good. palm trees and things yeah. were still green and the sand there is white and beautiful. And you look over the dunes and you're like, is that snow? Like, it's so yeah. cool. Just, I find all that visually that is so inspiring to me because I am a visual person. Yeah. Like that. Any big takeaways? Any little takeaways? Hmm. Any medium sized takeaways? Probably. Did you get takeaway? We did. We nice. did eat takeaway. Although it wasn't Chinese food. We tried. Yeah. Everything was closed. It was very confusing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I ate a lot of really good Mexican food. One of which was like, well, I ate queso. That was amazing. That's a given. <laughs> and then I ate some like cauliflower bites with like a spicy pepper ranch on top, Ooh. which there was just like little deep fried cauliflower guys and they were excellent or gals. I don't know. They were delicious. Future's female. I, um, <laughs> I've convinced June that cauliflower is broccoli's cousin. Yeah, it's great. And since you love your cousin and you like broccoli, you're going to like cauliflower. Right. Has it worked? Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah. Um, no, the one thing I got that was so good was like um, an avocado bowl. We're, we're talking about food still. Yes, we're still, well, yeah, we're still back here. <laughs> Which I've had before, but their version was so good. So it's sort of like a salad. It's like yeah. a Mexican salad, except there's no lettuce underneath. It's just an open avocado. Not your thing. I know. I'm sorry. Am Chill I making out. a face? Uh, only a little bit. Okay. Although your arm is blocking your face. So now I can see it. Anyway, it was delicious. It had like roasted corn and all that good cheese and all the things. And I housed it. Yeah. So that was so your that main takeaway? That was my main takeaway. No, we were talking about takeaway food. Um, I definitely had some takeaways. Of course, in this moment, I can't think of any of them, but it was just encouraging to feel like, oh yeah, there's other people out there in this world who are like me or have similar goals as me. And it was just, it was just nice. Good to to be in community. Yeah. Yeah. In person. Awesome. Um, well, while you were gone, I was home with two wonderful, beautiful little children. Um, it was pretty low key. Like we actually had a lot to do because we had my, my, we had a birthday party to go to. We had two birthday parties to go to one for uh, one of my nephews and then one for my mom. Mm-hmm. And then my mom invited us over for dinner the night in between those. So like the biggest stress for me sometimes when I'm home alone with the girls is like, what am I going to cook them? I, mm-hmm. I don't have a wide variety of options in terms of cooking and they're kids. So they're honestly hard to cook for sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't make them chicken wings because they won't eat them. And so like, and their waste if you're going to not eat them. So like (laughs) that pressure was taken off because I got invited to so many places. That was fun. Um, really like, I just love one-on-one time. I love, I love out of the ordinary time with, with our girls. Like, Mm -hmm. so like, June had school on Friday, which was, I'm not going to lie, a little rough to get up. Cause normally like we get up as a family, one of us stays home with Sonny and the other one. And usually me, Take I drive June, June to, school. to school. So it's not like it was early to do like, uh, although we were at a, we were, at, where were we that night before? Snaps. So we were out kind of late. So like they were tired. Like mm-hmm. I woke them both up from a dead sleep, but it was a challenge to get them both out the door. On time. On time from a dead sleep because yeah. I had to get Sunny dress. I couldn't just put like, yeah, you know, and then at the last hour, she's like, I want to wear a dress. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is a quicker solution than trying to convince you not to. So we yeah. ch- changed and June was like, I want to wear a dress. And I was like, okay, today's a dress day. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but like June was at school. I was at home with Sunny by myself one-on-one. And like th- I always enjoy those moments because like, yeah you know, there, there's so much value. And especially if you're reading this book, one-on-one time is very important for a father daughter relationship. I mean, it's important for every relationship, but, um, so like we got into this rhythm of like, we would dance and we would run in circles in the living room. Yep. Um, and we did that every day you were gone. Mm-hmm. And it, like, that was the thing. I love it. And she, and she wants to lay on the ground, put her feet up in the air. Let me grab her ankles and swing her upside down. And she loves it. Yeah. It is, it's a workout yeah. because it's like a kettlebell (laughs) swing, but with legs and arms and a head. Uh, And an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but it was super fun. Um, They definitely missed you, which is also really endearing and sweet. I miss mommy. 
Oh. Well, even like this morning or maybe it was last night, Sunny was like, you're back. Yeah. You yeah. came back. Yeah. She's like still realizing, remembering, oh, that's right. You were gone. Yeah. And you are still back. And like, but I definitely work when I'm, when I'm solo, I want to make bedtime as easy as possible. Cause that's yeah. always, you know, attention point. And I think with all kids. And so my goal is to make them so tired <laughs> during the day. The that bedtime's easier. That bedtime's easier. Which sometimes can backfire. Sometimes it can backfire and the emotions are, you know, they are greater than they lose all, <laughs> they lose oh, all limp noodle body. Limp noodle body and, yeah. and so that, that can be challenging. But like there were times where I would put Sunny to bed and by the time I got to June's room, she was already asleep. That's awesome. You know, which I was like, yes. <laughs> um, I'm amazing. <laughs> I wore you out. Um, so yeah, it was good. Uh, I finished my first book of 2021. Yeah. Hearing God by Nathan Finocchio. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. I feel like it hit hard on, on the end, which is a challenge. Just like I plan to do in life. Yeah. It's going to you know, be my you sweet get through, You, you get through hour get to my 40, final pages. 45. And there she is. There she is. After you get through book one, two, and three, which are also about 50 hours each. <laughs> um, but this book was really good. It was good the whole way through, but the, the end really hit, I think, really well. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm proud of myself. I finished one. I'm on to the second. Yeah. The goal is to read two nonfiction books a month. Um, Brooke is noted. I like seeing you read all the time. And I'm like, well, I have to, because this is a hard goal for me. (laughs) I don't think I'm a fast reader. I wouldn't say you're a slow reader, but yeah. yeah. But so like one of my favorite parts of this book um, was he was talking about like the general will of God and the specific will of God. And he was taught, he was using the story in Matthew when Jesus tells these tells them to get in the boat and go to the other side, and this is the this is the time when Peter walks on water, mm. and uh, I think I have that name right. I don't know now. Don't now I'm doubting me. everything. Uh, Bible quizzing, much like Peter. <laughs> um, nice uh, <laughs> knowledge. Um, and so he's telling this story about like these. Most of these guys were fishermen, and he's telling them to get in this boat, and he's he's painting a picture of like they could probably see that a storm was coming, like. They weren't dummies. They could probably, you know, understand the clouds and like, you know, the way the, right. the the sky looked and they still got in the boat. And he was talking about like, that's the general will of God. Like they, you listen to what he says in the Bible and you get in the boat mm-hmm. and you just believe that you're, you, you believe that, that that's where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and oftentimes people think that they need to have like a prophetic word or this like holy, you know, experience and moment and like, well, the general will of God is just to show up and get in that boat. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you see a storm and you know a storm is going to hit, like you're just going to be in that boat. Yeah. Um, and so like he he says this, the general will boat got all the disciples to the other side. It gets the job done. If you Even if you've never had a prophetic word in your life, just do what you know the Bible tells you to do. Work hard, develop your skills, and stay in community, and you'll absolutely be doing God's specific will without ever necessarily hearing it. And then he referred it to sort of like marriage and Mm. jobs. Yeah. And I really appreciate this perspective because I think it's like, it's not an, it's not a flashy perspective. Mm. It's certainly not a perspective that a lot of people have in culture anymore. And I'm reading this, but I don't, I don't like, sometimes I feel like people will read this negatively and this is as positive as, as it gets, I think for, for if you can get in this mindset this is my marriage and I love my wife and God gave her to me when I was a single loser without any prospects. And I'm called to this boat, no matter what happens, I'm not jumping ship because this is my boat. God told me to be in this boat 10 years ago and I'm staying. And like, I love that. I feel like that is a lost part of culture. Mm -hmm. And I was just really encouraged by it. Like, or this is my job. God gave it to me when I prayed for a job and I'm coming in early and leaving late and loving every minute of it because God gave it to me. And until he says, otherwise, I'm going to dominate it. And like, I just loved it. I just love that part and love that like encouragement of like God, you know, God's will, his general will boat is not necessarily going to be a flashy cruise line. Yeah. You know, sometimes it'll be the simplest thing, but if you stick it out and are faithful and obedient, his glory will shine through Mm -hmm. even something simple. So yeah, really liked it. We'll recommend it. We'll, We'll link it in the show notes. I love it. Book one done. I took a selfie with it too. That's going to be my thing. Nice. Selfies with book. Selfies with books with TJ. <laughs> book selfies with TJ. There it is. There it is. Okay. That's good. Anything else to add to that? No. Okay. So we're 13 <laughs> days into the year. We're 13 days off social media. Any sort of new um, developments 
in your brain? In my brain space, in my great brain? Yeah. Um, no, I continue to... Good brain, great skull. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. yeah. I continue to have clarity over things. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't say there's anything new. Yeah, I would say that mine is, I feel last year, probably at this time, I probably felt like, wow, we've been doing this a long time. This yeah, year, I can't believe it's been 13 It feels like, like a breeze, honestly. Yeah. Um, and it feels like a more... Last year, and I said this last week a little bit, like last year was definitely, there was a challenge aspect to it, a relearning of habits. Mm -hmm. This year, I feel like those habits are more in place. And so I feel like I'm enjoying the refreshment more. Yeah. Even though it's not necessarily, like, even though it's not as challenging, I feel like it's been more refreshing in an easier way. Like, it feels like a refreshing breeze. Like, it feels like a breeze to be 13 days in and I don't feel like, oh, what am I missing? What do I need to check? Like, yeah, you know, those noises. Um, (laughs) I do feel a lot of clarity. I feel like this, yeah. Anyways, I'll get into that later. (laughs) So today, what you've all been waiting for, what kind of show are we doing? You know. I do. So we do shows sometimes that are... No notes. 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 No, so, notes. no notes. So this is not a no notes show. I'm calling it a your notes show. Okay. So see that was see I changed the word like, it, but it still sounds the same. Very clever. So your notes show means we went to the YouTube comments because you can comment on episodes specifically, mm-hmm. and we copied and pasted a bunch of comments to, an, to a and we printed them. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> We copy pasted them on the computer and then we hand scrawled them into a stone. <laughs> we printed that stone onto paper and right, here, here we, we are. are. And so <laughs> we're going to read through some of these, uh, hoping it sparks discussion, hoping it doesn't just fill with awkward silence, hoping that, you know, it encourages you to engage with us in the comments so that we can answer questions. Because a few people actually have questions in here, which I thought was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And that we can also just encourage you as you go through your sort of beginning of the year rhythms and goals and language and all that kind of stuff. So here we go. Let's see how it goes. Am I just, I'm not, we're not reading out loud every single comment. I'm no. just using it as a jumping point. You, you, you know, you can obviously read parts of it because some of them are just funny. Some of them do have questions. Um, this has definitely got no notes vibes though, because yeah. we, we didn't like memorize what people said. We literally just copied and pasted them about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Well, it's 27 minutes in, maybe like 35 minutes ago. <laughs> Um, so I'll, I'll start, I'll read the first one. We challenged you last two, we challenged you the first episode of the year to tell us a rhythm, a goal, an interest in something you're letting go of. And people yeah. are still kind of filling those in, which if you haven't, that would be great because that, that is inspiring to me. And, and I, I feel, I don't know if you feel this way. I feel it super inspired by the comments of people who are trying to, take some of what we say into action. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the funny comments. Don't ever stop. Don't ever stop roasting us or being funny about us. Yeah. Like, I love that part. But I also really do appreciate people that are like, well, here's my rhythm. Here's my goal. Here's like, because I think like sometimes when you're talking in a room, <laughs> when we're just talking to each other and we don't necessarily know where it's going, like, yes, I can see the listens. Yes, I can see the views. And I understand that people are, are, absorbing this content it sometimes feels like but are they like does it matter it right. does it have a purpose and that's yeah. why we try to really like say hey one it makes us feel better I, i'm i can be totally honest like it makes me feel really great to see yeah. people commenting 100 percent. but it also <clears throat> encourages us to like keep going yeah keep keep our personal journey of digging deep to find helpful things and things we've read to like yeah. share because if we know it's helping we'll keep going yeah. You know, and so we'll be we'll be more engaged if you're more engaged and it'll be like this nice cool circle of engagement. Um so Jennifer 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 um <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer said rhythm put my clothes away when I'm done with them. If I could snap <laughs> Okay, here's a question for you. If you could have the power to snap and one thing was done. Only one only thing. Only one thing. What would it be? Mine wouldn't be putting laundry away, but like that's pretty close. Your ORs would be putting the kids would be in bed and asleep. The kids would be in bed and asleep. Snap, that's done. Yeah. I, but here's the thing I'm not sure if that's mine anymore. 
I, I think, mean, it's a, it is a sweet spot and sweet moments with them. I think mine would be the kids ate their dinner. Right mm. now, that is the... Yeah. Because it's like... And sometimes June will eat four pieces of pizza. And sometimes she'll say, I don't like pizza. I've never liked pizza. And you're just like, <laughs> the rage that burns within me towards you, child, is fierce. It's yes. like the Everstorm on Roshar. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that one of our fans listens to those books. And it. so like, she's all in. I love it. She's all in here. She's here for the uh, Way of Kings uh, messages. Um <laughs> What would yours be, Ben? I, I say that, and then I actually feel a little guilty about that. Or to have the effects of extreme physical fitness, like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to work out super hard for an hour. Boom. Done. That'd be pretty great. That would, yeah, I think that would be mine. Yeah. Yeah. And it would save you a lot of time. And it would save me a lot of time. <laughs> but are we getting into a click situation starting Adam Sandler, where now I'm Ooh. fast-forwarding through all those moments, and then I'm an old man filled with regret? Is click... A prequel to, to Inception. Inception. Wow. There's Got a fan. The man down in there. <laughs> there's it's, a fan it's... theory for you. <laughs> Adam Sandler turns into an old Asian man yes. in Inception because of the remote from Click. Filled with programs. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great movie. Uh, so good. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, rhythm, put clothes away, which is great. That's, a, that's definitely a struggle for us. We yeah. get clothes into baskets. They're clean. Then, and then we live out of the baskets. And Half then, the time. And then the, the baskets also then sometimes get dirty clothes in them and you're in this. you're like, room. I don't know what's going yeah. on here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, goal, read 33 books in 2021. That's a lot of books. Yeah. She's up to one. So am I. No big deal. Um, mm-hmm. Interest, be more involved in things, i.e. looking into becoming a beauty counter consultant. That's why I, I actually, based this comment. I love it. I actually need to text her back. Okay. It's in my app. Oh. You had a texty text coming your way, Jennifer. Yeah. Um, Brooke does beauty counter. And it's amazing. Um, <laughs> letting go of the feeling that I'm not enough for people. God made me the way I am for a reason. I have things to offer. My heart is good. Ooh, love that. Anyways, anything that you're noticing on the, on the, your notes show? Um, no, cause I, I like, <laughs> yeah, I just flipped to the second page. Um, oh, that's funny. So somebody bought the nail kit that yeah. I was talking about. The salon, the. Olive and June kit. manicure kit. Yes. Which, remember those 200 boxes I was talking about last yeah. week? Yeah, okay, yeah. So you got 200 boxes. I got 200 boxes. Guess what showed up on my doorstep? 200 nail polishes to go Also in. 200 flat boxes. 200 boxes. Also, yeah, literally 200 boxes <laughs> to fill with things. <laughs> a lot of stuff showing up A lot right of now. stuff. And we don't exactly have a house built for all of these things. No. Anyway. But we're making it work. I've got 200 nail polishes downstairs. Yeah. I kind of want to open them up. Yeah, but. Sunny did ask me to... Um, uh, do paint her nails a few times while you were gone. And I was just like, Aww. and I can do it. Yeah, you can. You have. I have. It's just not my thing. Yeah. But. Well, I'm excited. Her name's Carolyn. Caroline. It's Caroline Brian. It's <laughs> Brian. <laughs> um, I love that she got it because it really is great. And I, I think I feel silly talking about it so much because I was not someone who got my nails done anyway. Right. Like ever. Yeah, And so to be like, I love this. It's so great. I can do it at home. Makes me sound like I have something to compare it to. Right. And I don't. I just. You just have your garbage, garbage troll hands to compare it to. Right. Yeah. And no, so they're not. Like, <laughs> troll hands versus now painted troll hands. So it's real. It's a real nice feature of that kit or set or whatever they call it. Oh, garbage. <laughs> I think the word. I actually don't mind my hands. I, yeah. You I got, you I got great. Fingers. You got great hands, babe. Um. <laughs> The word garbage, though, in front of stuff, like <laughs> garbage. Garbage panda. Was that it? Trash panda. Trash panda for another just, name for a uh, It just it gets me. Yeah. Okay, so Rebecca says, love your podcast. Recently found it, and I do art sewing projects. I'm a college freshman, been falling walk in love since high school because my older sister loved your brand. I love to do the small pop-ups, business cards, small pop-up businesses like cards, and right now I'm making custom embroidered masks. However, my major is not business, any advice and experience about what your college major was and how you transitioned into business, mm. trying to figure it out if it's naturally what God has put in my heart or if it should remain a hobby, is the right college major underrated? I think that's a great question. And we Is the right college major underrated? I, I'm <clears throat> confused on how to answer that. Well, I think we can answer the first part where it's like any advice on your major not being business. Like, I think she's just like, I think Rebecca is feeling, Jebecca is feeling um, <laughs> what a lot of people feel like. I think culturally we say like, oh, you got to pick your track 
and you got to run down it, you, you, you can't divert. And if right. you divert... It means you regret you, everything you did. You, or you've you were wasted silly. time. Yeah. You have failed. You're not doing the right thing. Now you're doing the wrong thing. Before mm-hmm. you were on the right track, now you're on the wrong track. If you go back, now you look even like a double failure. And yeah. I, I just kind of reject all of that full stop. Like, I, I think that we are constantly being pruned and formed into more of his likeness by our experiences and by what, you know, as long as we're asking and willing and humbling ourselves, like, and so I wouldn't fret so much about which major you're taking. Yeah. I have a lot of strong feelings about college College in in general. general, Um, mostly based on the, the cost, the return on the investment. Like I I often think that a lot of college students do not get a good return on their investment. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is frustrating to me for people to start out. So in the hole when it comes to finances, because that is a hard hole to dig yourself out of. Sure is. And so what I would say is like, you know, and Brooke kind of mentioned this a few weeks ago is like adjusting as you go, doesn't mean you're failing, you know, and, and you don't need to proclaim your 10 year business goal at the hobby level. And I think a lot of culture and a lot of like sort of business hustle culture kind of makes you feel that way where you're like, oh, I need to understand what it's like going to be to run an empire before I even decide to run a side hobby. Yeah. A side hustle, a side hustle, which I don't like the word, but like a side business. I know what you mean by that. Yeah. And so like it can just be what it is. Mm -hmm. And if it starts to grow and you see it start to grow, well, then give it a little more time and attention. And Mm -hmm. if it starts to grow more, well, then give it a little more time and attention. And eventually there will be some tension of like, I have a job. I have this side thing. They are, what do I do? I, do? I yeah. think, you know, the ability to work for yourself often kind of, you know, especially if you're a risk taker will kind of win out in the end normally. Yeah. But like, don't feel like you need to be 10 years down the road when you're on step one. Yeah. And don't feel like doing two things at once means you're failing one or the other. Right. You know, like I, I think there's wisdom in, in pursuing, well, I think there's wisdom in pursuing a college degree that you're passionate about and that you think has great job prospects mm-hmm. while also potentially building this side business. Like, cause I went to school for film and media arts and I started walking love in college. Yeah. And at no point was I like, well, I got to stop doing film. Right. Because I have this because side have this thing, that, thing, could thing that could be something someday. Yeah. And like, Vice versa. It wasn't like, well, I have to stop this side thing because I have this film degree that I'm going to, you know. Yeah, both in. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I would say. Yeah, and I, you know, the specific question was like more, however, my major is not business, which to me is sort of suggesting like, should maybe I switch it there if I'm liking this other thing? Like, I don't know. <laughs> there are a ton of people with business degrees who don't own or work in business and then yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Like, I think that, you know, I think... And this is just the way that I learn. I learn by doing. Same. I learn by walking through things. And yeah. so I don't know, you know, a business degree probably would have helped me, but I didn't have one, but I still, I still run a business and, right. and I've learned a lot through running that business. So and there are times where we see more traditional business advice and we look at each other and are like, that would never work. Yeah. It would never actually work in the real world of like moving quickly and doing yeah. things quickly in the business world. And especially in today's day and age, you kind of have to adapt quickly. And so I don't yeah. know. But that's a good question. And we used to get a lot of questions about business. We don't talk about it very much anymore. It's kind of fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, are you saying see the world or sea world? <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, I, uh, Renee said, I feel so encouraged. I'll be taking the rest of January off social media and limiting my phone time in general. I, I think that's a good I think that's a good habit. I think that's mm-hmm. a good rhythm to get into. Uh, you don't necessarily need to do it for a month like we do. But I think uh, a weekly rhythm of laying down your tools specifically your phone, because it is such a tool in our yeah. life is really healthy. And I think honoring to peace and rest in God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a lot of people agreed with you, babe, that, oh, um, during the sad segment, happy, sad, they also feel it's more like happy rage fire. Um, you right. had a lot of, sad is like, Oh, I'm weeping yeah. somewhere. And I'm like, I'm not, yeah. I just, if I'm feeling feelings, <laughs> someone suggested that we said, uh, uh, Lizzie suggested that we called it happy crappy. That's pretty good. But I would say, I'm going to push back on that a little bit, Lizzie. Yeah. It's not, it's not. Listen up, Lizzie. Lizzie, listen up. <laughs> listen up. I got something to say. Um, I wouldn't say that sad and crappy are synonyms. I And I'm trying Correct. to acknowledge that feeling sad and sorrow is not necessarily a bad thing. 
that is a right. lesson I'm trying to teach myself. Yeah. So I will not be changing it to happy crappy because although that's clever, that is clever, and I like it, but <laughs> I also don't like it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was saying that their family calls it that. Oh yeah, I should read more of this. Right. Better. In our family, we call it happy crappy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. And idea. we, what we do right now in our family with a two-year-old and a five-year-old, almost a three and a six. Um, we at dinner do highlight of your day, mm-hmm. which I think uh, is really good and just a positive reinforcement of like acknowledging and using the language to kind of f- come up with good things that happen in the day. Um, and then we ask the question, were there any hard moments of your day? Mm-hmm. Because like, I think you could be like, what was the low part of your day? And, and not that I don't, I don't mind that language, but like, I feel like that maybe it gives too much power to some of the low moments. To so the low feeling you know, versus just acknowledging it. And that hard. might just be my personality, but like I, I'd rather talk about what was hard to get through because sometimes it's like it was hard for me to wake up this morning. It was hard. Like, right, it's, but yet I wouldn't say waking well, up this morning was the low part of my right. day. Yeah. And so I think it gives us good language. Um, <laughs> Sunny is starting to get it, which is super cute. Uh, highlight day. Uh, highlight day was... My highlight day. Going Yaya's house. Like, well, we did that two days ago. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, anything else you're seeing on, on your notes show? No notes. No notes. No notes. No notes? No notes. No notes. No notes. No notes. No. There was another person that asked about sort of like someone was acknowledging, which I was, which was really cool. Colleen was saying like how she started this upholstery business or some sort of sewing business and, mm-hmm. and then had to lay it down and is like, Mm. kind of feeling those feels of where it goes to. And like, you know, we can speak to that, that in 2018, we laid down our business. 2020 was our best year ever. Um, and not, not to say it'll turn around that fast or you'll, you'll get that sort of vision for it that quickly, but like God will honor being obedient mm. and he will honor laying it down, whether yeah. that is internally uh, in a, in the spiritual sense, in the physical sense, like it, it'll be honored. And so just be encouraged that, that is a good move and you're yeah. doing the right thing. And like, yeah. you know, but don't stop dreaming. Don't stop, you know, writing down. Don't stop Yeah. There was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like, because I met some new people this weekend, somewhere in the weekend, I, got, I was trying to explain like, oh, we used to do this and then we stopped and now we do this, you know. And when I was talking about the, like us stopping the business, like we really thought we were done. Yeah. It wasn't a pause. It wasn't anything like we were done. And someone asked like, you know, how do you, how are you okay with that? Or how were you okay with that? And I was like, you know, there are times where it is just obedience for obedience sake. Yeah. And that was a phrase that we used a lot. Yeah. And like, it's not, I didn't do it. To, to feel a certain way or turn my to, life around in five years and yeah, like have this or right. whatever. And like there, you know, if you think about, think about it, like a parent to a child, like June has started saying to me, lovely. Oh, why do I always have to do everything you tell me to do? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I gave her some perspective yesterday or whenever it was. And I was like, well, and I named all these things that she had made the decision on. And then even she was like, Oh, <laughs> like she realized Oh, I actually make a lot of my own yeah. decisions. And I was like, that's you just good. have to go pee right now. That's yeah. all I'm asking. Yeah. You know, but there are times where I'm like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, I'm just asking you to do what I'm asking you to do yeah. because. Yeah. Just get in the boat. Like, yeah. Just get in the boat. Yeah. Go pee. Not yeah. in the boat, but you know, yeah. come <laughs> Unless on. Unless it has a bathroom. I don't know right. what kind of, you know, kind of boat you have. It'd be a big boat. <laughs> but. <laughs> boats, 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 boats. Um, <laughs> boats, boats, boats. Yeah. Yeah. There is an element of that that, you know, is hard. It's just like, well, I don't like. I see a storm coming or I don't know, you know, cause we talked about this a lot during those six months of sort of uncertainty is like, I feel like I'm just floating in the ocean mm-hmm. and I don't Not know where I'm going anything. and it's a little scary. And sometimes it just feels like, well, if I go back, if I just paddle back, at least that's familiar. Yes. And that always was the conversation is like, but, but God didn't ask us to stay on that shoreline. He asked us to get in the boat Yeah, and we got in the boat and we end up on, you know, a different shoreline that has been so fruitful and amazing in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And so like encouragement to the people out there who maybe are feeling like I'm being obedient. It's very hard. It's very challenging. And sometimes obedience isn't like, I'm going to stop doing this thing or start this whole new thing. Like sometimes it's oh, like, right. and like for us this year, it was like, we're going to make family dinner and Sabbath a priority. Mm-hmm. 
and like that was obedience. And obviously there were times where, you know, do we really want to do this? Like, do we like, you know, but it, it, it is so valuable and important. And it was just obedience for obedience sake. It was the rhythm of being obedient. And now it is. And like this book says about hearing from God, it's like faith is a byproduct of hearing from God and hearing from God, you know, comes from just listening to what he says you should do. Yeah. Um, and so like we, so, so obedience is such a good trait to have and acknowledge in your life, but it's something that is hard to achieve because it takes sacrifice. It takes faith. It takes adjustments. It takes laying one's tools down, like all those things that we talk about because it's kind of hard. Yeah. You gonna read something. Uh, no, I'll save it for another time. <laughs> it's not the best segue. I'd rather give this a whole okay. section nice. of talking about something. Um, well, uh, speaking of obedience, I saw a comment on the uh, one of the YouTubes was, I just gave my first tithe yesterday. <gasps> I and, saw that one. Oh, that like kind of makes me a little bit emotional, a little teary-eyed. Um, I, 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 I read, oh man, it was one of Donald Miller's books back in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause we've talked about giving and generosity and, and things like that. And I remember he, he tells a story. I don't know if it's blue, like jazz or one of his other ones. He tells this story about this guy he met who was, a had this jar on his desk and it just said God's money on it. Mm. And Donald was like, what is that? And he tells the story. And obviously he's a great writer and you know, he's a good storyteller. And he was like, basically the story was like, well, this is God's money, you know? And he's like, when I go to church next time, I'll give it to him. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, I don't, I don't look at money that way. I just, you know, I just have. And occasionally if I'm in church and offering bucket comes by and I sort of feel guilty, I'll you know, toss yeah. them in. And so it was at that moment in college, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to be serious about this. And obviously I didn't have a ton of money. I was in college. And, you know, I, I find so much encouragement of like, if you can be faithful with the small things that God gives you, you can be faithful with the big things or that generous, he gives you. Yeah. yeah generous, et cetera. And so to, to the person who tithed for the first time, like you are, you have started down a journey that will end with you doing things with your offering and tithe and money that you thought were never possible. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's what gives me the goosebumps Yeah, thinking about it because it's just like, I, if I could tell college TJ, that what your practice of obedience then practice, would lead like, to a rhythm and a muscle memory now that, yeah, you're almost that. Uh, quite frankly, I'm excited to to jump into. Mm-hmm. Like he would have been like, "No way," yeah. you know. And so, like, I'm super excited about that comment. Like that yeah. is just so 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 cool. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's too low. I like it much better. <laughs> um, uh, so Madison said that she uh, her rhythm that she wants to add this year is resting well, um, which means establishing morning and evening rhythms with which will which both replace being on my phone and social media with spending time mm-hmm. in the word and journaling in the morning of actually having conversations with my husband before bed. Love that. Yeah. Um, opening up and developing healthy communication with your spouse will change your world, will change your life, will change everything about you. Um, yeah. It'll, Cause I, yeah, I think the easy thing to say is like, it'll change your marriage, yeah. but I honestly think it'll change your life is a way better statement. Yeah. Um, and something that was helpful for us was, you know, we talk about this all the time mm-hmm. and we actually, the other day when Brooke got back, we, on Monday, we had like a work day cause the girls, you know, June was at school, Sunny was with her grandparents. And so like, we were like, what are we going to do today? And we kind of just like kind of dumped out what we've been thinking what's been on our hearts. And I, and I think the Brooke being away, the social media, the lack of social media, the lack of distraction really allowed us to have this very deep and honest conversation that was not hostile. It was not sad. Mm-hmm. It was not depressing, but it was so good and helpful and not healing because it, there was nothing damaging being talked about, but it was right. like, I'm sure that if other couples had been in on that conversation, they would have been like, man, you guys talk that that was so intense. But to us, oh, it wasn't intense at all. It wasn't intense at all. Yeah. Be, but because we do a few things, which I'm going to explain to hopefully help, uh, Madison, um, it makes those conversations so much easier. And so th- mm-hmm. those two things I've learned from my friend, Dr. Josh Straub, who's a doctor, medical doctor. Um, <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I was so ready to listen to what you have to say. One of which we talk about all the time, which is the chair behind you. Yeah. And, you know, we express our emotions and feelings in the chair that we're sitting in. Um, 
And sometimes those come out as like anger or frustration or resentment or bitterness or whatever, rage fire, a burning rage fire of a thousand suns. The chair behind us that's empty that we're not sitting in is that we're hurt from something that has happened or from some wound or whatever. And so like Brooke and I having the language to say, well, the chair behind me is this gives us such a deeper connection and an ability to really address the real problem. And then we are like, and so the bleacher behind me, way, 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 way back is that, you know, do I regret it? Yes. Would I do it again? Probably. You know, it's like I had a large head as a kid. And so I still feel some hurt from that. And so (laughs) it's hard for me to wear hats, you know, but (sighs) that has been super helpful, Madison, to just like understand that concept and that process. And we're actually going to, I've been talking to Josh I want him to record like a little sort of. You want to hear him explain. I want to hear him explain it, and then we're gonna like talk about it yeah. on the podcast at some point. Because it's so good. And then the other thing that he recommends, which we did for a while, and now just it's na- it naturally happens in our life, is a fifteen minute check in at the end of each day. Which it sounds like that's what you're trying to do. I love it. And the two questions that he gave us that were super helpful were, "What was your strongest positive emotion of the day?" Mm-hmm. and "What was your strongest negative emotion of the day?" And I'll never forget it. One time Brooke said, what would you say? Regret was your oh, name. A word I don't normally use. And yeah, I was like, whoa, yeah. uh, tell me about that. Like I, yeah. we had never talked about. Adam Sandler <laughs> in the depths of inception. I know. Regret. <laughs> oh, that's good. I think that was good. That was really good. Um, we have ne- I had never talked with you about regret until yeah. that moment. Because I, I honestly don't regret a lot in my life. Yeah. I, because I'm so cautious on the front yeah. end, which is how. And so that surprised me. And it, and it allowed us, to, and it allowed, you know, I was like, all right, we're peeling back this onion, baby. Um, yeah. And it was like really this really cool, and it wasn't regret about anything that I'd done. So it was easy conversation for me to have because I wasn't like, oh gosh, <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Um, so, so that's really cool. And those have been super, super helpful. Um, so, Madison, if you're adding that rhythm, you know, those two questions might help. Yeah. Um, Go up to Katie for a second. She's talking about Sabbath and how like it, it's easy to do it for a while, but then you kind of get out of it. And like, she's going to talk about that. And then she said, do either of you have any advice for how to rest your mind and include that aspect into Sabbath? Oh. Were you going to say something? No, no. I was, yeah. Um, I mean, always. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> no, go for it. So I, I read that comment and I kind of forgot about it. I think that they're, I think that some people, and I don't know if Katie is one of these people, but I can sometimes put myself in this boat where I have this romanticized version of what Sabbath should look like. Mm-hmm. That I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit and my coffee's gonna steam out through the Jesus light that's shining through the window. Yep. And I don't know why my coffee's steaming. I get iced coffee, but it's still going to <laughs> somehow do that. Coffee whipped cream. Yeah. Coffee whipped cream. Coffee with cream. Coffee, coffee with cream. Whipped cream. Coffee, coffee with green. <laughs> um, and so, and like the girls are going to sleep in till nine o'clock and I'm going to have hours yeah. to study and read and journal and do feel all these things, so feel all these things that will then produce this restful kind of peaceful mind throughout the day. Right. The reality is that June comes in our bed, comes into our room and wakes us up almost every Sabbath. Yeah. And so I don't get up early. I ignore my alarm a bunch of times to do that, (laughs) but it doesn't happen. And so I would say like, don't be like one of the things, one of my pieces of advice for people who are starting out is like, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't. What what was Jeremy's phrase? There's no. There's no judgment on the Sabbath. Shame or guilt or there was a word. Yeah. Yeah, And there's a, a verse on the Sabbath and festivals and stuff like that. And so, um, that, that would be my first piece of advice is like, try to find some, peace in that idea that there's that that it's not going to be this romantic perfect idea yeah and then two like resting your mind does not necessarily mean you have to be reading or meditating or praying or Mm -hmm. doing those like things that are often refer like sometimes for me to to rest my mind on a sabbath i do yard work right put on my favorite album i kind of do something that I normally don't do during the week, yeah. which is work in the yard because all of my work has to do with screens and technology. Right. And so to, to detach from technology will actually bring a lot of rest to my mind. And a lot of times I'll listen to audiobooks or I'll, I'll watch a movie or like I'll do things that like you'd be like, well, that's not restful. But for me it is. And for yeah. me, I find a lot of rest 
and like just enjoying a movie without also being on my phone or also being on my computer or also like trying to, you know, get kids to eat. Like I'll just sit there and enjoy it. And like, I'll even ask Brooke, Hey, can I go watch a movie today in the basement by myself? Mm -hmm. And so like, don't feel like you need to have this like holy kind of like moment because sometimes it's those other simpler moments that will actually bring you rest to like a kind of frantic mind. And I think physical, like engaging physically is sometimes a really great way to do that. So like if you don't normally do yard work or normally don't craft or like make stuff with your hands, maybe try that for a while. Like baking bread is another way that I do it where it's like, I'm, you know, I'm doing something physical Mm -hmm. and I can kind of zone out and, you know, good music and that kind of stuff. So yeah. What about you? Yeah. For me, resting my mind looks like, I don't want to say resting my body because that makes it sound like I'm not going to do something physical (laughs) and that's not really what I mean. But like I have found a lot of it. it, it, This is new to us in like the last two weeks. We said it last week, the concept of laying down your tools for Sabbath. Yeah. And so that phrase is just like, we're going to get used to it. Yes. It's here to stay. Because when I picture that, like I like it, I do. If I picture that I'm okay, I'm going into my 20, my 24 hours of Sabbath. And if I'm going to lay my tools down and trust that God is going to redeem my time wasted, quote unquote, mm-hmm. when I picture what I'm laying down, it looks different a little bit for different seasons. Like I've right. got, you know, some stuff that I use for work. So like my phone would be one of those tools. Cause right. that is a big part of my yep. work, you know? Um, yeah, but like I, I'm trying to think of better examples, but that is super helpful to me. And so if I can just, I can rest my mind, here we are, <laughs> you got by it. changing my mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like just knowing, okay, I'm setting down my tools for the day, which frees me up to do these other things, which shifts my mindset from like, what, what am I going to do specifically to rest today? And what's it going to be? Right. Like, how am I going to... What tool do I need to use to rest? Right. Like, yes. And <laughs> which it's is... like some days it looks like me making yeah. something and other yeah. days I take a nap and other times I make a whole meal for us. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not always the same. Yeah. And I try to And does it actually okay with help that? you to physically picture you? Are you on belt? Are you taking off a tool belt or is it a tool sash or like is it a backpack? I think it's a tool belt, which okay. is funny because I don't even know Leather, exactly what else is in there. Like, how is it, you know, is it bedazzled or? It's not bedazzled. Okay, not yet. I'll get to that yeah. on Sabbath. Yeah. I'll get out my bedazzler <laughs> and make that happen. But <laughs> those things are real. Yeah, my grandma has one. Yeah, I'm, um, well, I'm aware. <laughs> I know. Um, well, thank you for joining us for this uh, Your Note show. You know, let us know if you like it. Let us know if it was cool. It, it definitely would have helped if we had more questions and not just comments. Yes. So, like, in the future, if we do it again, like, if you ever have a question, put it in the comments on the YouTube because then we we'll can... T- we'll, t- we'll catch it there. We'll catch it there and it'll be yeah. super helpful. Um I have some strong feelings. We have some strong feelings and some happy, sad before we go. Okay. Um, my strong feelings and they're so I had two strong feelings this week. One, I do not like going to bed when Brooke is away. Mm-hmm. I avoid it at all costs. I don't, I don't know why. And it's not like I wouldn't say Brooke's a big snuggler in bed or like, you know, <laughs> like I, I just miss her presence in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just like, I don't enjoy it while you're gone. I don't enjoy sleeping. I just like, I try to avoid it. So I stay up late and I watch a lot of TV shows mm-hmm. and I try to find a TV show that like, maybe it's a new one that I can just watch while you're gone. I'll binge through it and then I'll be done with it. And so that leads me to my second part of strong feelings. Stop making <laughs> bad TV shows. Some I of them just, are so bad. Like, so how does it get past all the things that, that needs to what get past just, to go? Yep. This is a great idea. Yeah. So infuriating. And like it, I'm, we don't watch as much TV as we used to. So like, I don't have time for bad TV shows. Right. Like I want it to be good and I want to enjoy it. And I want to just be able to like step into this world and, and, and enjoy it. Yeah. So I was like clicking through and I usually do, this is what I usually do in Brooks con. I, I subscribe to the free trial of something said streaming service to just be like, what shows are there? What movies are there? Can I just watch a bunch while she's gone? And then I'll, you know, cancel my free trial. So I did that with AMC plus, which is like walking dead, fear the walking dead. Uh, and they have a bunch of other shows. I started watching this bunch. I can't remember the name, but within 10 minutes, I was like, I'm out. The main character was so unlikable within the first 10 minutes. I was like, why would I ever root for this guy? So I'm out. Yeah. I used to like the walking dead early on. 
And then it just like seemed to go on forever. I never really got into Fear the Walking Dead because we never had a way to watch it. Yeah. But they have this new one called something, I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but it's like about kid, the first. It's within the world of Walking Dead. Within the world of Walking Walking Dead. Dead, They're teenagers who have spent their whole life living in this zombie apocalyptic world. Okay. Within the first 45 seconds, I was like, I was like, this show is going to be bad. Isn't that crazy? And and so I was like, I don't want to waste my time. I'm going to go to the reviews. And I I had so much entertainment reading the reviews of people just roasting m- it, roasting this show. Yeah. That, so I made it 45 seconds and then laughed at the reviews and never didn't finish it. But <laughs> my strong feelings are stop making bad TV shows. Those yeah. are my feelings and they're strong. Yeah. Strong feelings. <gasps> mine, mine are that I can eat Mexican food every day in my life. Oh, I'm with you on and, that. And. Amen. Hallelujah. Period. And just be, yeah. End of I'm like, like, I'm not. I'm not going to judge myself for that. Yeah. It's where I'm at. I could not only eat Mexican food every day of my life, I could eat Mexican food every meal every day of my life. Mm, like start much. off with some, you know, egg burritos, oh, you know, maybe some tacos for lunch, maybe some nachos for dinner. Breakfast tacos are Burri- excellent. Ugh. Those are good. I'm Those are strong. Hungry right yeah. now. I'm like shutting um, down. So happy, sad, yeah. happy, sad, happy, sad, happy, sad. Well, maybe maybe that. Maybe that. I want to okay. end on a sad note, though. Sad? <laughs> We're <laughs> uncertain. Um, I have a lot of joy about this. I I, I uh, hinted at a project that I called a home run last week. Mm. You know, we talked about being six days in and of no social, and I had all these ideas, and I landed on one. The steps have been taken to make that idea a reality, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of excitement about it. It's good. And I just, I feel like it's good. I feel it's like good. it's a good one. I feel it's like, good. and I felt that before and it hasn't always turned out, but I just feel like. <laughs> <laughs> my track record's not great. My track record is not but great. But I believe in myself. It's like. I feel very blessed. Right. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, yeah. I, I don't really have a sad this week. Um, you know, I missed you while you were gone. Mm. Um, there were times where the girls made me. Have some rage fire. I think it should be called Happy Rage Fire. <laughs> well, that's probably more accurate yeah. for us, but anyways. Yeah. You got any happy rage um, fire for us? My happy was, like I said earlier, just that being somewhere else, literally just seeing with my eyeballs a different part of the United States where people eat different things and do different things. Like it's just so yeah. enjoyable. I had really good sushi. I had really good. You're well, definitely well, hungry right now. I am. I'm very hungry right now. But also, like, around here, like, we just kind of eat the places we eat. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not going to go try a bunch of stuff. Places aren't open. You can't yep. go inside. Like, I'm not out there finding things right, right now. And when you go somewhere else. You have to find things because you have to You eat. don't know where to start. And so. <laughs> That's um, how works. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, um, I found myself in Florida. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> and I had really good, like, cheesy grits. And it was just... <laughs> It's so good, you guys. Okay. Um, but my rage fire was, this is more of a quick tip, I think. I think than sad. Quick tip. Losing your ID in an airport is never a great idea. So that happened. I obviously had it. I got onto the plane. Uh, got onto the second plane. Go to rent a car. It's It's, it's gone. And I was certain, I was like, okay, it's not gone, gone. It's, it's just, just somewhere in, in this backpack. Pocket. I can't find it. Everybody's waiting on me. I'm trying to do this. So somebody else rented the car and it was fine. And then I was like, I'll just dump out my bag when I get to the house. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's dead, like, real, like every dead, dead animal, animal that has, has ever died. died. It's gone, gone. Luckily, though. However, the more you know, <laughs> new segment, nice. an expired passport, <laughs> which is what I had with me, <laughs> delightful. Um, will function as a form of ID for up to a year. So there mine, you had can't ex- leave the country, but you can can't travel go in and out of the country, but it is United a valid States. form of ID. So thankfully I had a temporary driver's license, license printed, printed out, out an expired passport, <laughs> which we need to be renewed. Right. So it can only be expired for a year. So mine expired in May. So I would have had until May to use this as my ID. Yep. And then I had a, if, if they had asked, I actually have a picture of my license. <laughs> I had texted to you like eight months ago for some reason. I, I was want like you to know scrolling through our text history. That, like I've got to have sent it to him. That I did not get upset with you when you said that to me. 
And I didn't tell you that night. I told you the next morning. There would be there would be a moment in our relationship earlier where I would have I would that would have been my rage fire for the right. week. I will also let you know that I didn't tell my family. My family <laughs> of pilots and flight attendants. Thank you. That I you did this. That. There is a chance though that Mama and Dad and Masitas are listening to this right now. Yes. Well, hey, I made it home. Made the it lady home. was super nice. Yep. I learned something about the passport. I there was uh, yeah because I keep I kept retracing. Isn't my that steps the worst? Of, like, though? you're just where, like what? I know because I'm like I didn't put anything in the seat back pockets because they were saying not to use them. Like yeah. don't shove all your yeah. stuff in there. We're cleaning these too quickly. Like, yeah. So I know I didn't like think. Yeah. Oh, I don't need this boarding pass. And I guess the strong feeling is like, why do we have to take our ID out when we travel? Like, I mean, wh- where else would you have? Like, it? You what, have can't to you take just it like out. get? Uh, I wish you could just like show like you know when I show my wallet to someone. Like it's just there under the clear thing. You mean physically, physically, you got to take it out you know, of whatever. Slide it we out, have it and then and then you put it in a pocket, and then you got to empty your pockets, and like there's right. just a lot there, and so I understand why fanny packs exist. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, is that not not where you were going with that? Damn, bro, you're on fire lately. You thank were you. so funny. I'm hungry. Okay, that's what's happening. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, obviously, what I said earlier still applies. Uh, <laughs> about what? About the comments and just like oh, how they're oh, encouraging oh. and like, you <laughs> know. Like, blanket statement. Yeah. We still mean everything we yep. just said. I think we meant everything we said. No regrets. Not even a single one. <laughs> um, Brooke doesn't regret marrying me. And now here we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know anything in the comments, really. <laughs> I, just, I love it. I love it. I just, I, I don't say it out of like, you know, we like smash the subscribe button. Like, I don't mean it that way, but it is super helpful. Yes. To understand what hits home what topics are really helpful. Like that yes. is what I mean. And so I, that's where my reminder comes from. It comes from a heart of like, I want to be able to serve you well, listening, watching. And if you listen, you'll have to comment on the YouTube. So like, but that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's all. That's all I'm saying. It <laughs> still applies. <laughs> Everything I said still applies, except maybe a few things. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening. Okay. okay I love you. Bye. bye.